0: hello everybody welcome to rpg cast episode five 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 five
1: five five
2: five i think you're stuck
1: oh i think you have to smack him
0: 555 yes. for the week of September 12th, 2020. I'm Chris Privetier, bringing you this week's show with
2: Special Return Anna Marie Privateer! Hello. Yay. I'm special Bionic baby. Arm anim- Anna Marie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's no metal in my arm. There's no Bionics. Not anymore, anyways. It's all organics. Joining me as well, as
0: usual, Kelly Ryan.
3: Hello.
0: And Pascal Takaya!
3: I'm back. Who, who's oh, bad? It's it's, there's a strange man over there. I don't mm-hmm. recognize.
2: I mm-hmm. uh, hear he shows up to your doorstep with review games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only if you're really good. <laughs> so it's a like good or bad. There's, it's. I don't know. It depends
3: bold. on how shite the game
1: is. I want the game, but please don't come to my house.
3: <laughs> uh, are you? I, I hear that you're attempting to avoid the plague.
0: You mean he's a school Uh, teacher?
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. And I would say successfully so far, but do I really know?
3: No. Do you?
2: Like, what age do you teach?
3: Middle school?
1: Yes. So around 11 for me. And are you public school or
3: private school?
1: Oh, public. I no. get it all. I get all the germs. And that is private I don't know school. if that's really any different. Private school, the germs are just more bourgeois, I guess. I
3: <laughs> Those bougie <laughs> Your high-class germs. High class
2: do- germs.
3: Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, um, so we've done a bunch of hiring on RP Gamer recently, and we are now lousy with teachers and lawyers. So if you want to learn how to sue somebody... We what? got you covered. Join
0: RP Gamer. <laughs> Join the is RP. Is that your? Gamer is staff. that the message you're putting out there? I don't know.
3: No, we already have too many newbies. We're not hiring anymore right now.
2: I, I <laughs> I'm just a week. lowly e-commerce director. I just know how to put crap on Amazon. Yes,
0: but you arrange the the in and the interesting colors combinations.
2: Yeah, important. that's true.
0: So what you been playing, Anna Marie?
3: Yeah, um, so it's... The last show that I was on was August 1st. Um, And, yeah, uh, for those who didn't know, I had surgery to to repair a nerve in my arm. And so I have been out of commission for a while. And so I couldn't play video games for two weeks. If anybody tells you all they want to do is lie around for two weeks and watch Netflix... Tell them they are dirty liars because it is not as fun as it sounds. Ah,
0: you caught up on a lot of shows.
3: Yeah, so I watched uh, Airbender, The Last Avatar, Korra, The The Legend of Korra, um, Cobra Kai, Shira, and
0: you're part way through Voltron now. Yeah, and you Voltron. caught up on the new season of Lucifer.
3: Yeah. Oh, so good.
0: There you go end. That's all I got.
3: Yeah, and then I I did actually get to play some games as my as my arm healed. So I um, you didn't watch cuties. What? No. Okay. I don't know what that is. Oh. It,
1: it, It'll be that, it's it's the newest scandal.
3: It's a very oh. kind of creepy.
2: I mean, not, not like creepy bad show, like creepy pedo-y show that. Got a lot of uh, controversy on Twitter because of it sexualizing underage girls. And-
3: oh, that was the one. Okay. So, yeah, that was the one that it, it was like a, a movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I played games. So I, before the surgery, I started Yoshi's Crafted World. And yeah, that
0: lasted a minute.
3: Yeah, I mean, the dilemma that I have with these sort of platformer games is they don't mesh well with the way that I want to play games. So I want to sit down and play a game start to finish. But Yoshi's Crafted World and a lot of these other platform family-style platformers are kind of intended to be played two or three levels at a time and then put away, and then two or three levels at a time and then put away. So I'm going to try doing that. So I, I did like five or six hours, and then I was like, oh, I'm sick of this game, and I never want to see it again. And then I played it like three days ago. Um, and then I, since I needed a game that I could play one-handed, um, I jumped into Fire Emblem Three Houses. And yeah, if you lay the two controllers next to each other on a pillow, you can totally play that game one-handed. Um, so I played um, the Sewer Babies expansion. So I got my 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 what is it? Uh, gray wolves? Shoot, what are they called? Mm-hmm.
2: Somebody help me! Oh, no, we need Josh for this. Isn't as,
3: as it Ashen Wolves? Yeah, that's Ashen it. Ashen Wolves
0: is there. You go. Yeah.
3: Sewer so Babies. It's easier to remember. Um, and then since I had them into the school, I went ahead and did a Blue Lions playthrough as well. That was my house. Yes. Way back in the day. Yes. So that was fun. That Didn't, um, you, didn't you just want to slap Dimitri? Oh, uh, he got better eventually. Yeah. But yeah, there was a firm period of... Can I just pimp slap him, please?
2: Dimitri, man up. Grow a pair. That's Olds how tits, I felt. We
3: don't care, just grow a pair of them.
1: <laughs> I was the yellow house.
3: Oh, Golden Deer?
1: Yeah. For, for all of like the first three battles before I stopped playing. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay.
3: So I, I only have one playthrough left, which is um Black Eagles... um Edelgard route. So I, I will do that eventually. I think it will probably be in twenty twenty one. But yeah, I married um Happy. I actually played a guy for once. And that was fun, but I I think I will play a girl again next time.
1: Um, um, question. Answer? What's a sewer baby?
3: So, <laughs> so um they put out a fifth house or a fourth house and it was part of that big dlc season pass and so there's actually a fourth house that's hidden in the sewers underneath garrick muck
1: and, and they're called the sewer baby
3: no <laughs> that was josh's colorful term oh, i missed
1: now. that on that that would have been good i like that
3: yeah so I
1: mean, everybody would pick them for sure
3: yeah, and so the the class down there only has four students. Um, and uh, there's a, a guy who's a mercenary, but he owes everybody lots of money, so he's in hiding. Um, there's a guy who it is pretty clear that he is someone special and related to someone related to a bigwig. He's a bastard. Uh, commoner mother, um, but... Clearly high class father, and then there's a girl that every time she sighs, she summons um, fiends. And then there's uh, another girl who, ha- who used to be a n- part of a noble household, and then the household was betrayed and fell. And sort of the catch behind all of all four of the sewer babies is they have crests that were believed to have been lost. but it turns out that the four or, or originating sections of the of those crests did in fact go out and have kids so surprise and there's a a ritual associated with those four crests and stuff happens and you find your mom surprise
0: what are you spoiling it for
3: that's not really a spoiler. I have no, co-
2: I barely remember any of this, so I have no context.
1: <laughs> and I haven't played anything, so I have no context either.
3: And then I was like, all right, so playing a TRPG one-handed was fine, but a little challenging. So I'm going to move on to some visual novels, because those will be a little bit easier one-handed. So I cracked open Our World Is Ended. And about three hours in, I was like, man, this game sucks. <laughs> it's like I see where they're going with it, but I'm just not interested in in the journey or the destination. So that got five hour ruled out. It goes. I'm not going to bother with that. Which game? Our world is ended. Oh yeah, you didn't like that. Nope. So then I put in root letter last answer.
0: You didn't like that either. I
3: I did. I did. You didn't, um, you didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah. I did finish it. Oh. I got the crossing paths ending.
0: Okay. And you're like, yep, I'm done.
3: Yeah, I did not like it enough to want to replay it for different endings. Mm. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I've gotten all of the enjoyment I will out of it, and I'm going to move on. And that's okay. Because I went to Dragon Quest 2, which also is really easy to play one-handed. So, yay, I played a Dragon Quest game. It was quite fun. I, uh, I used a walkthrough. It was really funny. I was actually watching um, Sam, who is our operations manager, and her friend Kimberly, who works a Game Informer, playing, they're, they're replaying Soikoden too. And so I was watching them play, and I mentioned that I was playing Dragon Quest 2, and that Sam was one of the people that had influenced me to do so. And she said, make sure you play it with a guide. And I just about died laughing because I had my ipad up and i had half of the screen with a dragon quest 2 guide and the other half of the screen with her stream going on (laughs) (laughs) That was good i i liked that game that was fun um and then i played a game that chris really wanted me to play it's called the garden between
0: i didn't want you to play it i just thought you would like it
3: okay he...
0: You keep telling me you keep acting like I have a vested stock interest in the
1: success of this game.
3: <laughs> it's a good game. Is it? Oh, you played I it?
1: So. Um yes. It's yes. I played the gardens between, but I really I assume that's it.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I liked it.
3: I liked it. It was just a little simple game that made me smile. It's cute. Yeah. You're you're playing um two childhood friends. Um, whose house had a garden between them? Oh, so it's the garden between. And that's
0: why you l- walk next to large radios and game cartridges. So
3: it's kind <laughs> of like this existential thing of like they're reliving all of their childhood memories through mm. small puzzles. And the kind of shtick of the game, and I'm air quoting shtick, which you can't see, but the the shtick of the game is. Um, there, there's like two things that you can do. You can walk forward and backwards and the one person can interact with the lamp and the other person can interact with um, the other things on the stage. So some of them are bells and some of them are pulleys and yeah. I don't want to say much more because I don't want to spoil it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Recommend. Um, and then Kelly, um, has been playing Langrisser. Yes. And so I was like, well, it's SRPG September. So I want to play Langrisser too. I want to play Langrisser as well. Okay. So I threw, Chris got me Langrisser, um, the one and two collection for our anniversary this year.
0: Sure I did.
3: Yeah, that was we bought a bunch of games on sale during that big GameStop sale. I'll take
2: your word for it. It's funny because Vaughn got me Langreaser one and two for my birthday. I love
3: this, Hello, Miss Jeannie. Would you Kitty. like to come in and eat? Surprise, in? Our, Kitty! Our feral has decided to come into the office Hi. and eat. Hi, so
2: feral cat has graced us with a
3: presence. Yes.
0: She's confused. She realized I'm in the room. <laughs> now she has to
3: leave. <laughs> <sighs> poor genie. All right, uh, Langrisser. So I played it through twice, and the first time I got onto the B, route B, and then the second time I accidentally stumbled onto route E. Route E is bad news. So, so route B, good ending, happy ending. Mm-hmm. I think route A is considered the best slash canon ending. Route B is still really good. Route B is, like, good Route E is everything terrible happens. <laughs> poor and
0: you ch- just stumbled into this? Yeah. Did you make poor choices in I
3: made really poor choices. I made bad well, life
0: decisions.
3: Very bad life decisions.
2: To be fair, in that game, you don't really know the, the decisions until after you make it and then go to the story tree and see, like, oh, if I would have killed this person, I would have gotten a better path because mm. I ended up on the D route and in the D route um, slight spoilers uh, Lance like joins you and then betrays you
3: <gasps> curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal
2: Yes, it it was actually very frustrating because, like, the last couple of maps, well, Lance joins you and his crew are pretty much forced into your party for, like, the last five maps. And then the very last map is when he leaves, so
3: I hadn't leveled up any of my
2: other dudes Mm. for that last fight with Lance.
3: So, um, the way that the E route works, Lance actually sacrifices his life for me. And oh, wow. so um, his crew Sorry. does join me. And then eventually they go, Lance wouldn't have wanted this. This is not the future that Lance would have wanted. So they bail on me in the middle of a battle. Oh, no. So by the end of the E-Path on Languiser 1, it was me and one other person and everybody else was fighting me.
2: It's it's a good thing that Leighton is a powerhouse that especially if you get him into his king or no not the king the other class in class because i'm trying to unlock king right now
0: these higher these e and d seem harder but are they better endings or worse endings
3: they're very confused they're bad
0: but they're also harder
3: yes okay they can be harder so So you need a routes then so there's so a and b are are probably the easiest routes and once you start getting into the C well, and the what's below the canonical
0: tree, ending of these games? A. Oh, but it's also the easiest. Yes, that's lame.
3: You mm-hmm.
0: have to work for it.
3: Yes, um, uh. and, and so after after I laid waste to the entire world, I decided to move on to Lannister too. <laughs> oh, where I Artie. also accidentally stumbled into oh, the B and route. Uh. So B route is not bad. Again, just like the first game. But it starts with B. B is for ending. bad. No, there, it's a good ending. It's not the best ending, air quote best mm. ending, right. but it's still pretty good. So I I do want to go back and play Langrisser two again because Langrisser one has eight endings. Um, A B C D E F G H. Yeah, eight endings. Um, Langrisser two has like thirteen. Oh wow! And some of them, they don't even give you a good indication of like how you get them, because it's like one of the split offs are make make the right decisions regarding languor. What does that even mean? Um, I,
2: I did notice that GameFAQs has much better uh, guides and documentation about 2 than 1 because I was trying to find all the split points for 1 and all I could find was 2. So yeah. that might help you out a little bit.
3: Um, there is a trophy guide for one for both 1 and 2 and that gives you an indication about what to do. Alright, and I couldn't continue playing uh, Languister 2 because I've started a review game. Ask me about it next week.
2: Yeah, you were talking about this on Discord last (laughs) night, and it sounds very (laughs) saucy. It's Um, spicy. Carrots were involved. (laughs) That's all I can say.
0: Yeah, we can't talk about that one on the podcast.
2: So so we de- we definitely can't talk about my dirty Pokemon names then.
3: <laughs> no, definitely, definitely talk about your dirty Pokemon game, Pokemon well, names. I-
2: I can't, so I started, I've been in a Pokemon mood because I finished Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky, and I highly recommend that game if you can get a copy of it, though it is on the Wii U e eShop. But I also, so because it put me in a Pokemon mood, it's like, I'm going to play Alpha Sapphire again. Because Alpha Sapphire is my, or no, the Alpha and Omega remakes. For Ruby and Sapphire, um, Ruby and Sapphire were my favorite games in the series, and I think that the those remakes are kind of the best versions of that game. So I, I booted up Alpha Sapphire, and I was playing playing in bed with my husband, and just to be funny, I named my uh, Torchic Hotcock, which it's it's not dirty; it's just a chicken, I swear.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then. It just devolved into and every single Pokemon I get, I need to name it some awful name. Or just the funniest name I can think of. So I, I had named the, uh, my, the the funniest one that I've come up with so far is naming the Sloth, the Sloth, one poo a month. Oh, because Sloths, indeed, only poop once a month. Oh, sign me up. And my husband Vaughn and I laughed about this for about 30 mi- minutes straight. Um, and i am also been amused at just what names that are completely blocked and what names I can get away with completely. Like, a lot of, surprisingly, a lot of the British slang is blocked and it wouldn't let me name, uh, it wouldn't let me name my Whimser um, STFU. I had to, like, spell it out. But then it let me name uh, my Magikarp fish. Well, I I shouldn't say that one. That one is pretty blatant. Um, Fish sticks, but not how you spell fish sticks, because it was a South Park joke. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I'm basically 13 right now in Pokemon.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you reverted to to a middle schooler.
2: Yeah, pretty much. But it's all in good fun. Yeah, you know, to me the hilarity is more. Hey, here's what I named this one, showing the screen to my husband, and then watching his reaction. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you got away with it! Let you name it that." So I like I mean, the
1: idea of spelling out STFU. That's I really that's that seems really nice. Nice, right? Sure.
2: Yeah. E S S T E E. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How to win uh, at Scrabble?
2: Yeah. Exactly. So th- that's been fun. And then just for funsies, I also found a ROM hack of Pokemon Platinum that I've been playing that turned everything into shinies. So I've been sure! That, <laughs> I've been calling that one Oops All Shinies.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: Which really kind of shows the lameness of some of the shiny, shinies because... I hadn't even noticed a bunch of them that were shiny. And I, the only reason I even know is because it shows the little an, um, sparkling animation. But then the ones that are more obvious, like the golden Magikarp. Or oh, I thought you said the, they were all shinies. No, they're all shinies.
0: Okay. So then, but
2: then you know they're the shiny, all shinies. I know, but some of the shinies are so lame that without the sparkle, you wouldn't even notice. Oh.
0: The Voltorb like, has a different color.
2: Well this is Pokemon <laughs> Platinum so I'm getting like Bidoofs and whatever their bird is.
0: What does he have a curly Q on his head or something?
2: No. I can't remember.
0: Shiny Bidoof, but, I'm sure it's very lame though.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's like just a off-color brown. Lame. But then Shinx, you know, I, I'm kind of I'm Trained to look for shinies, so when the shinx first popped up and it was yellow, it's like, "Oh, holy crap!" Oh, wait, I did this on purpose. Right? <laughs> shiny? Sh-
0: oh, right. Hex.
2: Yeah, right. this is all shinies. It's all shinies. So, that's just been a kind of for funsies play. Um, I'm kind of be- being a little bit more serious with Pokemon uh, Alpha. Did Sapphire. you play
0: like the the new expansions? Expansion. I
2: play. I played through that expansion in like a weekend. It almost oh, kind of felt okay. a little bit like a waste of money.
0: Oh, lame.
2: Um, I'm i wonder when they're gonna announce the release of the Tundra one.
0: mm Hmm. That,
2: that was the other thing too. It's that I was in such a Pokemon mood that I actually contemplated like getting a Pokemon Sword or no Pokemon Shield since I had already played through Sword, but. I decided to just play one of the other versions that I had already. Um, it's also one of those things that once you're spoiled on the newer versions of Pokemon, it's, it can be kind of hard to go back because Platinum or no, Pokemon Pearl doesn't have the experience share. It's like the old experience share that you had to give to somebody. So not having everybody get experienced drives me crazy. Which is funny
0: because you go to the hardcore Pokemon rooms and all they do is complain about how there's experience share and everything. And man, look at these new games coming out that don't have experience share. It's so much better.
2: I do. I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. It's like everybody gets so far behind and having to grind those ones up is just a nightmare. And it's so much easier just to let just let the ones in your party just get a little bit of experience that way they're somewhat caught up, and then if you actually plan on using them, then you could level them up a little bit better. Yeah. It's just frustrating, and also having to having to trek all the way back to the Pokemon Center just to go to the box when you caught a new one is also annoying. Um, I've been trying to level up a uh Shedenja. Because it it knows False Swipe, which I named it, oh crap, it's a Bug, by the way. But um, when you evolve a Shedinja, if you have an empty slot, it um, makes another Pokemon whose name I can't remember. It's basically like the shell of the a bug because it's a cicada and every time I catch something new it's like no I need that slot open so I need to run all the way back to the Pokemon Center drop this off and in Sword and Shield it was so much nicer to just have access to your box just all the time I don't understand these people that just want Pokemon to be needlessly complicated and their only reasoning for it is that it that's how we grew up so it's better At me at Redrock nine six three at Twitter and give me good justifications for why you want this stuff. I want I want reasoning if you why you, you want
0: to not have the XP yeah. share. You mean yeah? Okay.
2: Yeah, like why do you want to not have XP it's share? It's our unofficial do
0: you to... question of the week. Yeah. Why no? Why you prefer no XP share?
2: Yeah.
0: Please, at me, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because I I wanted I want to know. I don't understand. At Redrock
0: nine six three.
2: Yes, tell me. Twitters.
0: Tell me politely.
2: Yes, politely. If you're rude, then I'll just block you and laugh at you.
0: But you'll still take the response and consider it. I will will consider and laugh at them. Yes.
2: Well, only if they're rude. Only if they're rude. But yeah, that—that's pretty much what I've been playing this Uh, week.
0: Pascal, what about you, bud? It's been a while.
1: It has. Uh, I think the last time I've been on the show was approximately 18 years ago, give or take. Feels mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, and it also, to me, it feels like in the, all of that time I've played exactly one game for a straight 18 years, and that's Death End Request 2. So if that doesn't sound like glowing praise, I don't know what does.
0: Yeah, that just sounds wonderful.
1: Is the sarcasm coming through yet?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: I gonna. Reach- I'm gonna say if your only game in the past while is a uh, um, c- Compile Heart games, then boy, we need to get you better games.
1: It, well, it is. Infor- it's it's the only uh, noteworthy RPG recently that I've played. Okay. Um. So, Death End request two for anybody who's played the first game, which I'm kind of guessing nobody on this podcast probably has.
2: No. Uh the first
1: one was okay. In in fact, like to be fair, it, it really wasn't bad. It had it had a few aspects that didn't really work that well. Like the combat was really uh, repetitive, and so unfortunately, what they've done with the second game um, is that they've kind of taken away some of the aspects that made the first game a little bit unique and original, and uh, but stuck to all the the stuff that really didn't work so well. Like the combat is is even more monotonous in the second game. Um. So it's a c uh, it's a cross of a visual novel for um half of the game and then the other half it's just um like kind of real bland dungeon running um
0: does this happen and, in the matrix this game
1: well okay so it's the first game <laughs> you yes, don't even I want to say. explain it <laughs> it's not even a question of want it's it's more um i <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the first game, that, that would be a good description. Um, that's that that's exactly... So in the first game, um, the setup is that there's um, a, uh, a, a video game uh, company that is working on an MMO, and one of its designers is you know, more or less sucked into the MMO. And so the point of the first game is about um, navigating the the virtual actual video game that they're developing within the game and getting her out so it's a so yeah you, you could say it's in the matrix more or less
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the second game is it feels like a standalone game um, okay it's uh, the story is is like almost hundred percent divorced from the previous game it's very unclear how they tie together. Uh, it's set in a um, in a little town in Eastern Europe. And the the cast of characters, which is a completely different cast this time, um, are the like the girls at at the uh, the local uh, academy slash orphanage, and it's about like the see one of the one of the girls is looking for her lost sister, so it's kind of like a mystery that they're trying to un- unravel. But how it ties in with the first game is is really is is not clear at all. Like it doesn't seem to at all. So it's I'm not. Uh, Even I'm not sure. And I ended up replaying the game uh, three times. Well, two times. So a total of three full playthroughs. Um, And the reason I had to do that is because by the time you finish the first playthrough, get all the way through, it takes just a little bit over 20 hours, I guess. Um, The second time you play, it actually adds in a few extra um, visual novel scenes. In between each chapter, and and these are the the extra scenes that you only get on playthrough two, um, are the oh. ones that slightly connect it to the first game. Mm-hmm. But but even then, it's it's still very nebulous how it all ties together. I don't know. Um, I like the story of the second game just fine. It, it's a you know it's a it's a good mystery. But other than that, the gameplay was very monotonous, and so so I played it through. Um, Three times, and I really wish that they had implemented a way to jump to a specific chapter and replay just certain events because there's uh, well you know if, if you missed a scene, then obviously you want a, a way to to get that or if you want to unlock a, a different ending, but in order to do that you literally have to start the game over from scratch and start o- and, and play every chapter through to the end um, to hopefully catch whatever scene you missed and maybe unlock the you know the next ending or something like that. Yeah, so it wasn't um by the time I was I was through the third playthrough, it had well outstayed its welcome. Did you so need even to play not, it
0: three times?
1: No, no. I, I why mean why did you maybe, do this? Listen, so maybe I would say maybe if they had um connected the story in a in a way that you know really satisfied to the first game, but it doesn't do that. So I mean I didn't know until I played it the second time that it wouldn't do that. And then I, um, by the time I had played two playthroughs, I had almost gotten the platinum. And so I just did a third one to like, I think it was maybe two achievements I was missing or something. And you can fast forward through all the talking sections. And by then you're so over leveled that, um, even the combat is pretty quick. So the third playthrough is, is more of, it's just a, a chore rather than anything that you have to, to work physically work at. Um, I also uh, learned near the end of my first playthrough that you could change the the difficulty level uh, to a, a lower setting without like sacrificing any of the achievements that come with it, because uh, it doesn't actually have that like uh, beat the game on normal, beat the game on hard type of achievement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the enemies, particularly t- particularly towards the end, are such damage sponges. Like there's th- the bosses uh, in at least the second half of the game have HP up in the millions, and. Um, and I learned that by decreasing the difficulty, it cuts uh, it cuts the uh, enemy HP in half. So that was that that made it at least bearable to play through it multiple times. I mean, half of three million is still a million and a half, so it's it's not that great. But
2: well. at least you're not just sitting there going, "When is this thing gonna die?"
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm working on putting the finishing touches on a, a review for it now. Um, so I guess, uh, I guess I'm guess i using that as an excuse to not get into any further detail. But um, it was not a great experience. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I played like an hour of... Yakuza I like this actual,
0: little pinball actual. attack thing that's going
1: on here, though. Right. Yeah, okay. So that is probably what what you might remember from the first game even if you haven't played it. If you've ever seen a video, it's when you hit an enemy, they bounce around the arena and the more they uh, bump into the uh, the border of the arena or other characters in in the arena, they take damage each time. Mm. But again, listen, that doesn 't carry a twenty hour <laughs> of, I can imagine millions of HP and, <laughs> and at least at least in the first game there was a there was a couple of things that made that more interesting, like for example, um, if you achieved certain parameters in a in a battle um, the sometimes the battlefield would change and turn into like a uh, like a two d fighting game um, or oh gosh i can 't remember what some of the other the variants were I think there was a um yeah in the first game you could also change the combat to like a uh, like a top down shooter or something like that but all of that's just been like pulled out of the second out of the sequel so in this game it's just you hit the enemy they bounce around and then you repeat that process until they're dead there's just no like variety even to the combat um yeah but it's 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 got girls, and when they when they uh, get hit enough times or whatever the case may be, then they take off like the majority of their clothes and become strong, extra strong, and there's that. Mm.
2: Of course, because nudeness equals power.
1: Yep.
0: Oh, Excuse me while I get powerful.
2: I was going to say, like, you're talking about the different video games and stuff makes it sound like a more serious version of Hyperdimension.
1: Uh, well, again, that was the first the first game. No, it is Idea, idea Factory, isn't sequel. it?
0: So, is it the same people?
1: Yeah, it's. I think so. It's uh, Idea Factory and Compile Heart. Yeah, I believe it's the same.
0: I think Anna's playing a game from those people now too. That she can't talk about because it's all. Yeah, that's. That's another nudeness equals power games that she's working on.
1: But I mean, I guess I learned that um, Idea Factory does not read our reviews. Yeah. So that's that's something because um if if they had like everything I complained about in the first game wouldn't be there this time and it was, oh, well cuz when me, I reviewed the first I, The game, idea
0: I'm sorry. that if they read your reviews, the US office of Idea Factory reads your reviews, it's going to actually change how they develop the second game. That's um, a little bit of hubris. Just a
1: little. Isn't don't we just assume that that's what's going to happen? In game? <laughs> no, I think we, we just kind of
0: hope that's what's going to happen. But I, I mean, I always. Assume I don't that. think we should assume that's what's going to happen. Now, uh, if what you say is in everyone else's review too, and they don't do that, well, all right. Now you got something.
1: That's but that's what you guys pay me for.
0: <laughs> to put to copy what's in everyone else's reviews.
1: No to oh. to make sure that um that they oh that, to, what that I they change the game the next time sequel.
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: except that one day how don't do you enforce you. that how do you That's
0: enforce true. that do you go to their you don't pay me. do you go to their house with a gun and say like hey
1: listen we've already established off air that i only go to people's houses for one reason
0: right you deliver review copies of video games <laughs> so if that- you, hey iffy if you change the sequel
1: i'll give you this game <laughs> I mean, when you guys were talking about uh, Langrisser's D route, I thought you were talking about me bringing review games to people's houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. D route, All right. Delivery route, yeah. No. Delivery
2: route, yeah. There we go.
1: That, okay, that's not the way I meant it, but.
2: Oh, oh, oh you were you meant like the uh, dirty right. Pokemon,
1: dirty Pokemon it, Kelly, route. You, you would have picked up on it's this. The dirty Pokemon route.
2: I was trying to be good because this is supposed to be a clean show
1: this is no we're all 13 year olds today
2: okay well if that's the case there's some uh, hot cat action going on on the stream right now
1: (laughs)
0: sopping (laughs) whap switching over to stream (laughs) we're streaming little kittens Mm -hmm. as they're being licked clean by their mother
2: Yes, newly hatched kittens.
0: Newly hatched from Kitten Academy on
1: YouTube. Chris's latest YouTube hole. Thank you, Kelly.
0: <laughs> no so, problem.
1: A little bit of good news, I did play um like I said, uh, the first I think just the first chapter so far of Kiwami Two. So I expect expect much more um satisfaction out of that.
2: One of these days I'm going to get into the Yakuza series and then never get out. I've got too much stuff to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole reason that I've been um, playing them this year is it's it's all been just a project to get to the the current gen remakes that are, that are of uh, 3, 4, and 5 that were mm-hmm. released. And so I'm almost there. I played through Zero, I played through Kiwami, and now I just have this one left before I can... Finally, get to the the other remakes, the more recent remakes. So it's been a it's been a a long project, and I in between each game, I've had to take a, a lengthy break. It's it's just too much to play them back to back.
2: Are you going to play like a dragon when it comes out?
1: Oh well, I mean, don't forget there's still six to play after the three, four, and five are done, and I, I don't know. I I imagine after that, I, I just will be heartily sick of them for a long time
0: so i'd actually popped in yakuza 1 kiwami again for the first time in a while like a week or two ago and uh yeah immediately just jumped in and like all right time for yakuza went straight to the slot cars didn't absolutely none of the story it's time for slot cars (laughs) okay chris and then i got frustrated because like It was really hard to figure out what I needed to do to beat the slot cars. So I ended up looking up a guide and was like, oh, now I feel like I've cheated myself out of Yakuza experience. And oh my gosh, there's so many more side quests. And what am I even doing in this game? And then I got confused and I haven't
1: gone back to it since. (laughs) There's a slot car story within a story in in the first Kuwami. I
0: know. I've already got the story done. I just didn't didn't finish all the the slot car tracks because they Mm -hmm. open up. Yeah. (sighs) yeah Yakuza
1: yeah but that about does me
0: yeah that does me too because all I did this week was uh, do more stuff on tryhackme.com because I'm spending my spare time learning how to hack ethically and penetration test I don't know why I'm just finding it fun alright Kelly Uh, that takes us to question of the week what was it
2: it was, is there an RPG series that you would like to see get an All-Stars treatment?
0: Like Mario All-Stars.
2: Yes. Mario so,
0: 3D um, All-Stars, a.k.a. Mario 3D remake of one game that's good. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to say that.
2: So, um, Platium, uh Matt, it was the first one to answer, and surprise, surprise, he's wanting all Dragon Quest games.
0: Oops, all Dragon yeah. Quest.
2: So, question of the week, all on Switch, please. Please, his first answer is actually Shadow Hearts. Give me all three. Dragon Quest, so many choices. The Xenthian Trilogy, four through six. Dragon Quest Monsters, one through three. So, in other words,
0: he just wants all the RPG series.
2: Yeah. um, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker, one through three, because we never got three. Dragon Quest Rocket Slime, one through Mm -hmm. three. Dragon Quest seven through nine. Plenty. i don't think that there's a flash card big enough in the world that could fit all three of those games just saying dragon quest 7's already a monster oh
0: we got 11 on there maybe
2: yeah i don't know and then while not a modern, modern ff fan a 13 all stars for switch might be not nice to try no it means final no, fantasy 13 no
0: don't no. I,
2: hey i would play that no. i love that George. You,
0: you don't need nobody needs all... F- <laughs> just final I fantasy 13 trilogy. the first one and the third one maybe I, or I is like it the, the only the first one. and the second? I forget.
2: All, Pensu- all three just three of the second, second
1: one was more, just had more positives one. than the third.
2: <laughs> I thought all three of them were good on their own merits, but I'm also easy to please.
0: I want the redone and made into a single game where it's a cohesive plot line with similar narrative and, and, and thematic elements going all the way through without the disparate hard breaks between the three.
1: Right, so Final Fantasy VII Remake,
0: which you are not playing. Yeah, right. You got it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Kroll answered, question of the week. Nintendo could dig a bit deeper into their back catalog for a Golden Sun All-Stars than some some Fire Emblem All-Stars. That
0: Golden Sun All-Stars, I think that's a fine idea.
2: Yes, I love Golden Sun.
0: Uh, Beyond
2: Nintendo, though, an Egovania All-Stars would hit the spot nicely. Yeah, that would be fun, too. Um, sure. Sega also needs to look at a Panzer All-Stars collection, tying all the titles together.
0: No, uh, we're, we're not getting Panzer Dragoon Saga re-released. Get over it, people. It's not happening.
2: <laughs> well, it, theoretically, you could do just the shooter trilogy. So, no, uh um, Kelly, you don't one, understand.
0: I have to say we're not getting it so that they release it next year. Oh, That's how okay. that works, okay. all right?
2: doing reverse psychology.
1: I believe there's a Castlevania collection.
2: Yeah, there it's um, yeah. pre Ecovania, though, so mm. all of the platformers. Um, but why like, you gotta get my hopes up, Croll? Anyway, Jay Scarp, who <laughs> haven't, we haven't heard from him in a while, he's dealing with family stuff. How about Soycoden? It would be nice to have a, an accessible collection of all of those RPGs. As long as they don't put Terra on there.
0: Nope, gotta um, have Terra too.
2: Um. Seda says, I've never had a chance to play the original Fallouts or New Wastelands, but it's something I'm definitely interested in trying out. I just need the time to do it. I'm not sure if their humor is my cup of tea though. Langreaser is another series I haven't played, but I think I was I think I was to try out the Grow Lancer series first. I didn't know that those two games were connected. Or maybe not. Uh, and it then it might just as be the same question- developer. Yeah. As for the Question of the Week, while I had already played them, I think a modern Xenosaga trio release might be nice, especially considering the original games didn't release in Europe. Maybe add dual voices, remove some of the blood censorship, which actually makes a few scenes in X3 kind of confusing. It's a Bandai Namco game, that, and Monolith Soft is with Nintendo now, no, so I guess it's a weird IP situation. <clears throat> I could go for Zeno Saga Trilogy. I need to play those. That's
1: one of the few I would probably replay. I've never played the third, um, but I think I've played the first one like twice at least already.
2: Um, Strawberry Egg says, how about an Earthbound Mother All-Stars? It would be a great way for Mother 3 to finally get an official release outside of Japan. I'm not sure how Nintendo would work out things like Mother 3's title. Um, Would they really put the name Earthbound on it after it went by Mother 3 in the West all these years? Or the Magypsies? But I would still love a way to play all three games in one convenient collection. Um, Yeah, that would be an awesome thing, too. The only problem is that they did a GBA Mother 1 and 2 release in Japan and I've heard that those ports were terrible so I don't know um Shaman writes in, A question of the week. Chris joked about doing Final Fantasy, but a 2D Final Fantasy collection with the sprite style of uh, Final Fantasy 4 complete on PSP on Switch would be a game I'd buy twice. And just like 3D All-Stars, I can ignore one of the games in the collection. Or I can cash in the bonus points and go for it. Shining in the Darkness Force slash 4 slash Force 2. And now I'm curious which game Shaman would skip.
0: I'll have to write in for next week. What games yeah. would Shaman's? <laughs>
2: yes. And also what games would be included in this mythical Final Fantasy All Stars. Um, if it'd be like the NES trilogy or the SNES trilogy. Cause I tell you, for the S N E S trilogy I'd skip five. I've never really been a fan of five.
0: Oh, five four job fiesta.
2: I don't know. I just I, something about five I just can't get into. So our new question of the week, I'll say it now and then I'll say it at the end of the show. Um, suggest a game for SRPG September for the cast to play. If those For those of us that aren't already participating in SRPG September. So um, write into us. Um, you can, uh, our email address is podcast at com, or you can call or text us at 608-729-4098. Um, you can also answer the question on our Twitter at rpgamer. Um, and you can also join our Discord, where we hang out on Friday nights and talk about video games. So. That's it for the feedback. Now we've got our editorial block.
0: Editorials. Uh,
2: editorial right.
0: theme. Editorials. Editorials. Editorials.
2: <laughs> so, um, Louise. Oh, wow, this name. <laughs> Louise Mar- Mauricio Sanchez Vega did a review of Minoria, which I think is one of those games that's in the Momodoro series.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's yes. the new one.
2: Okay, so um, he gave it a 3.0 out of 5, said that it was challenging battles in a dark yet inviting world, but it also has a weak soundtrack and it feels outdated. Mm. so if you want to read the meat and potatoes of that review go to our website rpgamer.com we also have a video review up for paper mario the origami king done by our uh, lovely anna-marie Privateer. you can see that on our site or check out our youtube channel at rpgamer um
1: and, and plugged also um also done by our new uh, video guy
2: oh who, who's the new video guy Yes, Doctor? Lofter. Lofter, okay. So So we have a
1: professional... A professional professional name? I have to go look that up. Um. But we have an actual dedicated... (laughs) That's a better word. We have a dedicated video guy on the site now.
2: Video editor.
1: I I believe the technical term is video guy.
2: Well, I was trying to be professional, but we can call him video guy. You know, (laughs) tell us what you prefer. Video guy. Video
0: uh, question of the week. Let us know. How about we uh, have but, him tell us what he would prefer and then we'll put it we'll use that.
2: Yes. Yeah. But um, check out Anna's Paper Mario review. It was a very good review. Um, and then from Alex, we've also got an interview with uh, let's see who is he, the producer producers Kai Hirono and Hiroki Fujimo for Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. So um goes into that talking about the fourth anniversary of that mobile game. You can see that on our site. And that is all of our editorials. So now we've got news. Oh, it's the boopy cat. Sorry. Still watching the kittens. I thought that he was going to beat me in for the news.
1: Is that like spelling news in Morse code or something?
2: I, I don't know Like when I do it, it's just random beeps.
1: For next week, can each person have their own Like intro theme For games we played?
2: <laughs> this cat My- with the hyperplasia Is so adorable <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, why am I watching the kitties? I'm sorry
2: yeah, I know it's very distracting. So our our first new, <laughs> I cannot talk today. Mm-hmm. Our first news story, Japanese Japanese publisher D3 publisher and developer Philistella have announced Ward, an arc, an action RPG that's being developed for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Um, it's written by the same people that did the Summon Knight series and follows a demon lord named Kill Zerark. Kilzerark, um, who's lost his power, and um, you have to go find it. I guess um, you can choose to play as a male or female version of Kilzerark, and you get to forge magic swords and have a servant named Situs. Um, While well, we've got a screenshots uh, screenshots up for this so far, but it's definitely given me the Summon Knight vibes. Um, and and in, in a surprise news thing this week, Nintendo announced Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. So yay, we're getting a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, but it's a Musou game. I don't mm, know. It's the prequel. Yeah.
1: We are getting a <clears throat> sequel, but that's not the story.
2: Yeah, that that's true. Um, I wasn't sure if there was a lot of people whining about this, but to me, it makes sense to have the prequel be a Musou game, since you know there was a war going on.
0: Oh, okay. Because you can't what? have a war represented in a regular Zelda game.
2: Well, no, but, I mean, you got all kinds It's like of...
0: saying all wars should only be in Musou games. Yes! <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Yes. What? So,
0: what about Fire Emblem? Well, they had a Musou uh, too, didn't they? Yeah, they had a Musou. <laughs> but their regular games have wars.
2: <laughs> Final Fantasy needs a Musou. But that's another rabbit that's hole. That's
0: true. That could uh, be your get all the games in one game thing.
2: Yeah, I would play. I'm surprised they haven't done a Final Fantasy move. So
1: I
0: need
2: because everyone would oh, just gang
1: up on Hope, Sorry, Kelly, Lord. Josh, and and me. I think it was you, right? We on on the voice chat channel a couple of months ago. weren't we talking about how we wanted a, a pre prequel to Zelda?
2: Um, I don't remember. I know I don't Back want Trek-
1: a prequel to Zelda
0: because I feel like we know the story already because it's told as flashbacks in Breath of the Wild. So. What do we need this well, game I, for? And we know how it ends. It's like, what's the point of it?
1: We um, do, but I mean, when I, I played Breath of the Wild, I was more invested in the story told in the flashbacks than I was in the actual game. Sure, so because, I,
0: because that's the story.
2: <laughs> yeah, more or less. So
1: that's what I wanted. And so I was, I was excited when I heard this, and then I, I saw Musu, and I said, mm. But you do get
0: to play as, like, the actual, the other, the non-Link heroes. You get to play as non-Links.
2: Yeah, so Revali no. and... You get
0: to play as Zelda. You'll get to play as all the people, right? Well, I won't. Oh, okay.
2: And not a Musou fan?
0: No. Will Linkle show up is the question.
2: Um, Probably as DLC, yeah, because I was Will gri- Tingle show up? I was griping that because it's set in the past, you don't get to play as Prince Sidon, but I figured that they'll figure out some Well, you get to travel. play as
0: uh, the princess lady. Yeah, but
2: I'm going to... I'm gonna play as the pretty shark boy.
0: (laughs) I'm sure they'll work it out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they'll come up with some time travel crap to do DLC for this. Will that stupid
0: spinning top thing be back again?
2: I I don't know. But I am looking forward to this. It comes out on November 20th, 2020. It's going to have multiple characters, including Link and Zelda. Um, we've got a trailer up on our website. It looks awesome. And yeah, I, it's a prequel, so you know what happens. But it looks like it's going to be fun. What, what I'm hoping that you can do is you can still reflect the... Uh, the What are those things with the lasers? I'm blanking on the name Guardians? now. Yeah, the, you can still reflect the Guardian lasers.
1: What a what spinning top was in Breath of the Wild? It was in the previous Muso.
2: Oh. Yeah, that it was spin-
1: why I don't know what it is.
2: It was the spinning top from um, Twilight Princess. Oh, that right, nobody it was liked. actually in a game. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't get the hate for the spinning top. I, I, it just I seems
0: I out of it. place to me. But that's because I didn't play um, Twilight Princess really. So oh. of course, I didn't really play Skyward Sword.
2: Those games um, are just I,
0: so long and slow.
2: I know, but I love the crap out of Twilight Princess, but I I digress. Um, Indie developer Stellar Knoll has announced an action RPG called Anuchard, um, inspired by classic titles from Japanese developer Quintet, such as Soul Blazer and Terranigma. Um, Anuchard sees players taking the role of the Bewilderer, or, yeah, bewilder, I can't pronounce that. Um, Aiming to restore the missing people's souls and revive civilization. Kind of like how Soulblazer played out. Um, As the player gathers more villagers, they will receive benefits in combat. And gameplay makes heavy use of knockback mechanics for combat and puzzles. We have a trailer of of that on our site that looks fun. And... uh, (laughs) So, I, I saw this developing on Twitter that somebody had leaked something about the Xbox um, Series X, and that caused Xbox to go, well, let's pretty much make it official, the launch date has been revealed.
0: All right, when's it coming out?
2: Um, it's going to be released on November 10th, 2020, and the con- the Xbox Series X will cost $499. We've really lost um, this
0: entire year, haven't we? <laughs>
2: Yeah, pre-orders are starting on September 22nd. Um, It's going to be available with the all-access program with 24 monthly payments of $34.99 granting the console and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. Um, The EA subscription service is also going to be included with Game Pass Ultimate going forward. All right,
0: so there's two consoles, a $300 Mm -hmm. one and a $500 one. The $300 one is meant for, quote-unquote, 1440p gaming, which... Whatever the hell that's talking about, given that TVs are either 1080 or 4K, they're not. Monitors are in the middle, not TVs. But okay, and then you have um, the subscription plans are either twenty five a month or thirty five a month, depending on which console you want, or you just pay the full price for the console. If you add everything together, the subscription plans are pretty much equal. Okay, fine. Um,
1: but there's a big difference still between them. Which between one? the two consoles, oh yeah, um, the
0: the little one's digital only. Yep. So just oh, like the PS5, me, a there's a deal. digital only um, smaller boy. Though with the PS5, it sounds like the tech specs are the same, at least as far as we know. Who knows if that? We'll find out more this week. Um, but for the Xbox, the tech specs are not the same, which is part of why the the little one looks like a giant Zune, um, and has a different is smaller than the than the fridge.
2: So. Well, the fridge. Well, I guess the fridge has more power on the console if it can. Oh yeah. Do four K. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. It needs more cooling. I, the fridge needs to be bigger, but uh, yeah, it's it's noticeable. Quite.
2: Because it's like the the non fridge is tempting, but I am not a. I don't think I'm ready to go fully digital yet.
0: You know what I like is both of these seem to have a physical power button. Oh,
2: instead of that touch thing.
0: Either that or. Actually, I would have thought this was an eject button on the fridge console, on the big one. But mm-hmm. now, since that button's also on the other one, maybe it's a, po- a power button? In which case, how do you eject in the... Yeah, I don't know what's going on anymore. Maybe once you put discs in, it just eats them and you don't get them back? Because
2: sure. I'm 4K power. I'm hungry. Sure. I just, I'm just i I'm hoping for physical eject Gosh. buttons. because I'm, Do you know what I'm I would
0: ta- give for a console that ate discs and then spit out crumbs like it's Cookie Monsters?
2: Yeah, oh that's gosh. all fun and games until you have a game that's worth money. <sighs> not anymore,
0: it's all digital. You don't have any rights to games after you play them.
2: Sure. No, I just, I want physical um, eject buttons because I'm tired, or physical buttons on a console because I'm tired of the cats turning on the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, Xbox. Well, not they, they just
0: bump the- into the physical button?
2: Yeah, but they never do it enough to press it. Oh, okay. The cats are always turning on the Xbox or the PS4 in our living room.
0: Mm. Oh right, because the 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 Xbox, you just have to rub your cheek against
1: it, and boom,
2: yeah. it's on. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. That seems really cumbersome. Rub your cheek against.
0: Well, it. I meant the cats. That's what the cats do. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: well, so know, like you
2: turn
1: the Xbox
0: on. That's how I turn. Yeah, that's all. I lick it with my tongue, actually.
2: <laughs> After you're done licking a switch cartridge. Yep. Okay.
1: I don't want to talk about how I do the PS5. <laughs> so Chris wants the power button, so he can just push it with his tongue. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: And that's how you get COVID. Anyway, we've got a new developer established. Yeah, we for have Lords. a title. <laughs> we have a new developer established for Lords of the Fallen Two. Publisher CIA Games announced the formation of a new development studio. Um, Hex Works is based in Barcelona and chest and will begin uh, began operating on March twenty twenty. Uh, their first title was going to be Lords of the Fallen two, which was originally announced in twenty fifteen, um, sequel to twenty fourteen action RPG Lords of the Fallen. Uh, they also went on to develop the Surge and the Surge two. Um, Defiant Studios dropped the project project in twenty nineteen. I've never even heard of this game like lord of the fallen one or
1: two yes
0: i've heard of it in news stories on this game on this on this show (laughs)
1: okay uh i did the review for the first one it's a soul it's a it's the first and all the souls likes aren't you i do i do like them okay (laughs) i'm not the only one i don't i don't even think i'm i'm the staff member that plays the most of them but i do enjoy them
2: all right gotcha Um, Publisher Binary hates Interactive and developers Livewire and Adaglub have announced Enderlily's Quietus of the Nights. Um, It's a dark fantasy metroidvania set to launch on PC and consoles this winter. It's uh, set in a world where rain turns people into the undead, and the main character, Lily, is the last surviving priestess.
0: Isn't this like uh, Death Stranding? That's
2: what it sounds like. Or is that just kill people
0: in the rain? Yeah.
2: Oh, really? Did Death Stranding was Killer Rain?
0: Yeah. Killer Time Rain.
2: Okay. It makes
0: you age and die. But I, he's immune, so he has to make grenades with his urine. I'm not kidding.
2: Okay. Kojima, is it, what is, what is, is wrong it, with you? <laughs>
1: is it weird that the more... I mean, now we, now we don't hear too much about Death Stranding, I guess, anymore, but like for a while when it was coming out, you heard all the weird stories about it, and the the stranger the stories were that you heard about the game, the more I wanted to play it.
2: Yeah,
1: the more. Yeah, no, um, I, Wait, but did I the you
2: same
1: way? Uh, well, not yet. <laughs> yeah, it really I, worked, no, man. I, I still have this like I have a burning desire. Like the more boring that it was described to me, um, the more I wanted to play it more than ever.
0: A lo- you just walk around and you leave reviews on ladders.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> And and correct your balance when packages start yep. tumbling one way or the other. <laughs> I can't wait.
2: I, I'm gonna wait for Death Stranding Ooh, on PS five. Yep. I watched that trailer again last night. I can't wait for that Keep game. Your games. Um Belgian developer Warcave has announced turn based RPG Black Legend, um, and developed for in development for PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series X, and Nintendo Switch. Um, Black Legend is heavily inspired by 17th century folklore and stories from Belgium and the Netherlands. Um, you lead a band of mercenaries into into the city of Grant, which is shrouded in a madness-inducing fog and under the control of cultists. Um following the great alchemist Mephisto. It's a tactically focused combat with melee and ranged styles and four different types of alchemic attacks that you can combine to inflict effects. Uh, That's planned for launch in 2021. And then we've also got an announcement for Wood Salt... A narrative driven sci fi RPG set to release for Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam on October 13th. We've got a trailer for this. Um, Players control the drowsy protagonist MC, who um, wakes up 10,000 years in the future after a quick nap. Boy, I can relate. Um, He's awake in the brand new world called New Terra and must find out how he arrived in this timeline. The game features multiple endings, no filter, fetch quests, secret, and it has secrets and a cat collecting game, which immediately piques my interest.
0: And it looks like there's horror elements. I'm very confused.
2: Yeah, I was confused by that trailer too. And then finally, our last official or our last main news story: um, publisher Iceberg Interactive and developer Poetic released a new trailer for their upcoming title, Sacred Fire with a long video that includes highlights of the choice-driven nature of the game, um, designed to emulate the flow of pen-and-paper RPGs. <clears throat> It's inspired by ancient Scotland and follows a group of resistance fighters. And the game features male and female playable characters with five distinct endings. Um, We've got a trailer on that on our site, too. And it's currently planned for launch for Steam in 2021. That is all of the main news stories. Now we've got our briefs. Uh, I think we're going Commando this week. Briefs. trying to make a joke.
1: Bum 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 briefs.
2: Um actually breaking news this morning. Uh, there is if you're listening to this on Saturday, the PlayStation Five Showcase broadcast live this Wednesday at one PM Pacific time. Um, we've been we've been waiting for this for a while because uh, I guess Xbox finally got them to got Playstation to kinda of play their hand.
0: And someone had to go first, and this leak, whether it was fake or manu- real or manufactured, happened. Xbox did their announcement, and now PlayStation can do theirs. Kind of like the same thing going on with the uh, video card market. NVIDIA did their announcement recently, now AMD can do theirs. So they've announced that they're going to be announcing in early October. Um, so what are we going to find out during this uh, PS PlayStation event? Did, we, did they say anything about it?
2: They they're just teasing it. If they're smart, they're going to give us what they want, which is a price and release date. Um, I'm hoping that they do something like particularly yeah. dickish, where they announce the main the drive console at like four sixty nine or some off price nice. like that. Um, I don't know. I, I imagine that the two four hundred and ninety
0: eight dollars and ninety nine
2: cents. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll see. I'm looking forward to this. Um, whether or not they announce any launch window of games is going to be anyone's guess. I
0: have a question about that. So I've been trying to get hyped, and I feel some hype because I always do when of these things are all announced. Right? There's mm-hmm. some. I always feel some level of hype about all these uh, consoles that are coming out finally. Um, and like this this year, this time around, I have the money to pick up both consoles if I really want to. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to talk Anna into it and I feel like she would prefer we don't, but the arguments would not last too long if I really pushed for it. But here's my problem. Like when I try to come to peace with that and be like, all right, I'm going to do this. I realize, wait, what the hell am I going to play on either one of these consoles? Yeah. And I realize I don't have an answer for either one. Like, it's not just a matter of do I get Xbox or PlayStation? It's like... If I get either of them, what would I play on them? I don't have an answer.
1: I only have one answer at the moment for for me, and that is um, Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: Is is Horizon uh, One One Sunset coming out at launch?
1: I, I don't I don't remember, but when it's out, that's the only one I can think of at the moment.
0: Well, that's kind of my thing. Like, if nothing's coming out at launch. And, like, the games I already have, I mean, if the games I already own would get, like, improved somehow, that might be a reason to do it, right? I don't know that that's really the case for any of them. Like, maybe the Xbox is doing that a little, but I don't have any Xbox games that I care about, so... Not I mean, a I mean, know what $500 I would
1: pl- price tag,
0: nope. I, f- I mean, to be- I, I want an Ultra HD player. I would like that. Or an Ultra, you know, the 4K Blu-ray. I would like to have a console that, uh, a thing that can play those. So I was hoping to get at least one of these for that. But $500 just for that. Just like it is now. That still seems like too much money. And I can't think of any games that, like, this year. Like, forget, like, launch day. Launch window. What do we know that's coming out this year for either console that's worth playing?
2: I say I have no clue.
0: When is that I mean, cat game coming out? Because that cat, I would go in. That I would go for. Cat game is
2: 2021. Okay, well then, who
0: cares, right?
2: Uh. You
1: think that's going to be PS5, or you think that's going to be next-gen exclusive?
0: You're right. It, it, and that's the other thing, Pascal, because as soon as I think this out a little bit, I'm like, wait, what if instead I just upgrade my video card, and my put all that money into my computer instead, which I was going to want to do anyway, but only do the computer, and not worry about consoles this generation and I'm trying to figure out how bad would that be and the only company that seems to have exclusives is PlayStation and the exclusives that they have I can probably get myself to live without
1: yeah I mean the one nice thing is that the generations get longer as we go so what the mm-hmm. PS5 has been has is it going on 10 years or am I overestimating I'm not sure PS4 I'm sorry that's what I meant to say P-
2: PS Four has been about six years because we got our PS Four. been a movie. more normal
0: generation life cycle. Yeah, it, it was feels, three. It
2: feels, it feels like short. It's been
0: because oh, okay. Oh. I, I mean, I, I really so.
1: thought it's been a while, but it, maybe from here on out, the the specs are just so high that maybe we'll get a, you know nearly a decade out of it. So I mean, it feels sh-
0: so. PS Four came out November fifteenth,
1: twenty thirteen. It's just okay.
0: So that's seven years. Right. Um and remember that it was split because the they had the half step consoles for both manufacturer. So we had the pro mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that made this generation a little different. So there is that as well. Oh
3: that's
0: hey,
2: all I got. My my take is never buy a console first year of release because these first year consoles are always rushed out. So they they tend to have internal problems, see the PS three and the three sixty. And typically, the good games start rolling out at about year two or about 18 months in.
0: Well, and so, if they do half-steps again, it would be to your advantage to wait till the half-step comes out. Yeah. Because then you're going to have a ton of library that you can just start playing, and you'll have the, the more powerful one. Even more powerful one.
2: Because <laughs> I, I, I know with the... Wait, no, they didn't announce the Slim. My My bad. It's just... I feel like within a year there's usually a price drop, or usually like better deals or more enhanced consoles, and I just I am not a fan of the early adopter model. I, I think that it just leads to getting burned.
0: I don't know. I, I don't think with consoles it's that bad. Um, the three hundred and sixty was an exception.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I know.
0: Even the PS3 was fine. Like, that original PS3 is still kicking around for me. Um, It works, and it does the PS2 games, so that's nice. See, Um, I've
2: heard horror stories that, like, people's... uh, The drives go bad, yeah, I know. Yeah. The yellow light of death, but... But th- that's just me. I'm also a notorious cheapskate and I'm also the type of person that I have to have like at least one killer app like a Final Fantasy or five semi-killer apps. I think
0: I'll... what we are really missing is genericizing, making it easy for the mainstream to play cons- uh, PC games in the living room with no fuss, no muss. I think once we hit that, consoles would be good and dead. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. I don't think that we're there yet and I'm not going to try and say that we are. I think consoles still reign for that experience. But I feel like that's that's the last thing because that's the big thing keeping me like, well, yeah, I could go PC only, but that means I can't play anything in the living room and have Anna watch or play with me next to me or play anything on my nice TV and sound system. Like that's a whole audio video experience that I don't mm-hmm. get at my PC, right?
2: Yeah, and I I'm the same way. I like I don't like sitting on my desk to play games unless Wow, I like being on my couch. Hmm.
0: And yet what I find myself actually doing is playing games at the PC and not in the living room. So that's I'm I'm just really struggling here, like, well, okay. There's what I think I want and what I seem to actually empirically want. So maybe it's time for me to to (laughs) stop living this dream in my head where I'm a social gamer in the living room and admit that I'm just a recluse in the in the office. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and my issue, and mine's a personal issue, is that I work from home. I worked from home before the pandemic. So my computer station is kind of my workstation.
0: Oh, you need, you like to keep it separate. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it, it's bad enough that right now I don't even have the space to have, like, a separate setup for my work PC and my uh, personal PC. So I just have a KVM switch that switches back and forth, which is fine. It, it saves space, but... Just at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to be at this desk anymore. I want to be on my couch. Mm-hmm. So that's that for me. And, uh, I mean, it's it's not that way anymore, but for me, a lot of the Japanese stuff tends to be console only. And they're kind of, st- I mean, we're still getting PC Japanese stuff, but it's a trickle.
0: Sure. I think that's going to continue to get bigger, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, in the chat, I should point out the anime man is pointing out something that I've seen from a lot of people actually, uh, before, uh, he has a rule where he only gets a system once there's three games on it. He wants, if there mm-hmm. aren't at least three and it's like, why? No, not going to do it, which makes a lot of sense. Cause that's a lot of investment. If there's like a game or just you're thinking there will be games. So mm-hmm. I've heard some people say five games too.
2: So. Yeah, five five games is my rule, but I can d- definitely take it down to three if the three games are really good,
0: like Death Stranding,
2: or Kitty Cat, Death Stranding,
0: Death Stranding. <laughs>
2: um, but you, usually, what will push me over the edge is a Final Fantasy.
0: Oh, okay. Finally, yep.
2: but that that rule has not been has it been that so? Way do you think? Um,
0: well, I guess it'll have to. So the part two of Final Fantasy seven will be on PS five.
2: Oh, yeah. I,
0: and they'll I, probably re release part one on PS5. You'll have to buy it again, though, because Square
2: Enix. I, I have no doubt that, that that's why we've been delayed on part two, is because Who they. Who said they were delayed? Well, not necessarily delayed, but I have a feeling that that's why they've waited to even say anything. Yeah. B- because yeah. they're wanting it to be on the it's second five. game. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that's a good thing, because. That way, they can be a little bit more open world with it. Have it not necessarily sure. be so linear. That's what I'm hoping.
0: Right.
2: So that brief turned into not brief, but it was kind of an important. I, we one.
0: needed to talk about the next gen console.
2: Yeah. 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 No, it's it's important. It's a it's a thing this year. I'm, yep. I'm it's the only that- good
0: thing happening this year. <laughs>
2: I'm just amazed that they're both doing the announcements with only two months out.
0: Yeah, that is... Yeah. It's certainly the weirdest marketing of this stuff ever, isn't it? Yeah. So I bet somebody will do the math be like, no, this is just normal. just feels different because no E3. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Everything feels different this year.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Not to get on a tangent, but there's a thing on YouTube about making uh covers of we didn't start the fire but just having it be devoted to 2020
0: oh i thought you were gonna say gender reveals
2: no no that's another thing entirely okay but uh i saw one and it's like yeah that's a that's a 2020 song about we didn't start the fire and then saw that the date was march and it's like oh god what's what about one that's even gotten the most recent stuff over the summer (laughs) if all you
0: look at is bad news then every year is going to feel like the worst year ever.
2: I know. I know.
0: Also this year is the worst year ever. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What's our next story?
2: (laughs) Um, I can't even pronounce this thing. Yeezbird Games has announced that Glitch, Glitch Factory Games is action RPG. No Place for Bravery will receive a limited-time demo during PAX Online, which is going on right now as we record the podcast, by the way. Um, the demo is going to be, be available via Steam from September 12th to September 20th. So go download that on Steam. Um, talking next-gen consoles, the um, CD Projekt Red has announced that they're working on a next-generation version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Um A launch window has not been announced, but the version will be released on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, Those who already own the PS4, Xbox One, or PC versions will be able to upgrade for free. Yay! Someone doing it right. Yeah, it will include visual and technical improvements, including shorter load times. So good on CD Projekt Red. Um, a Sands of Salaz- Sands of Salazar English version has been announced. Uh, they're adding an English localization to the open world RPG Sands of Salazar, which is currently on Steam Early Access. The English this. version is going to be available on um, September 22nd, and the game is ex- expected to fully launch in 2021. Uh close my tab sharing the wanderer tower of fortune and the dice of fate is going to be launching on PC and switch in December. This is, um, spike Chunsoft's long, um, running, uh, mystery dungeon game. Um, it's going to be out on December 2nd, 2020. Um, the company also released some key art for the game. Um, Mike, Michael Apps has a review of the PlayStation Vita version of this if you want to go check this out and see if this newer one is going to be your thing. Um, also, Disgaea 4 Complete Plus arrives on PC.
0: I think it's on um, sale, too.
2: Yeah, uh, 25, um, 25% launch discount. Uh, this is an upgraded version of Disgaea 4, a promise unforgotten, and includes all of the additional characters, story content, and DLC released for the game, along with new, currently unspecified functionality. How does that work? We have new functionality, we just don't know what.
0: What? Oh, currently I- I unspecified know. functionality.
2: What? Yeah. That's okay.
0: That's uh, um, Online multiplayer, probably?
2: Also? I don't know. I don't know. That's just very vague. Um, Warsaw is heading to consoles. This was a uh, RPG set in the Polish city of Warsaw during the 1944 uprising against the occupying Nazi forces. Um, it ri- originally came out... Uh, when did it come out? It came out for PC in 2019, and it's going to be available on the Switch um, October 1st, and then Xbox One on October 2nd, and PlayStation 4 on September 29th. So you can check that out. We've also got a review of the PC version, if you're curious. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 multiplayer and streaming dialogue features revealed. Larian um, Studios put out more details about Baldur's Gate 3 in a new nine-minute video show, showcasing the game's digital camera and multiplayer, streaming mechanics, dialogues, all kinds of stuff. So that's, you can check that out on our site. And it, the long YouTube video, um, the early access version of Baldur's Gate 3, is expected to launch on PC and Google Stadia on September 30th. Yeah,
1: and one of the features is for streamers um, that the uh, the, vo- the viewing audience can vo- like vote in on uh, dialogue choices.
2: What? Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> oh, no. You don't want that.
2: <laughs> so Twitch plays Baldur's Gate? Basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, These guys seven... have been
0: so excited about getting to do a real D&D game. I'm excited to see what they put out, but I also don't know that it's going to be any good. <laughs> so I'm, so, I'm so conflicted here, because I love have. how excited Larian is. So this is a passion project for them. But mm-hmm. I also think that it's weird and different from traditional isometric D and D games. So this could mm-hmm. be this could go either way. <laughs> we'll see. Does it all but come together or record. not? That's the exciting
1: part. But <laughs> they have a good track record, though.
0: Yeah, they do. It's just um, you know, if you don't like the Divinity games, this is. And the thing is, I do like those games, so I should be super excited. They're so I'm not long. Them. I don't have time for this anymore. I'm moving on. I'm quitting games. No, I don't. Know.
2: Okay, go back to your ethical hacking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and our final brief: Netmarble. I won't be missed,
0: the... is what you're saying.
2: Damn. Yeah, Netmarble oh, has thanks. updated the official <laughs> English website for its upcoming title, Seven Nights: at The Time Wanderer, providing some new details and a new trailer for the game. Um, this update includes the game's three main characters. Um, Seven Nights: at The Time Wanderer is currently in development for Nintendo Switch and based as one of the most the company's most popular mobile title, Seven Nights, but will tell a different story, story to the original mobile title. Um, Seven Nights Time Wanderers. is also going to include revamped controls and a new turn based combat system. And also, the most important thing is that it will not include a gotcha system for acquiring in game characters, which. It
0: will not?
2: Yes, it will not.
0: Oh, that's good.
2: So, that is all of our briefs. Um, what's coming out this week?
0: All right, coming out this week, we have Vaporum Lockdown. Is that about vaping? I hope it's about vaping. I'm going to find out. Vaporum Lockdown. It
1: is not. Oh. I'll just, spoiler. Spoiler, it's not. It's a, well, wait a to minute Vaporum. Now. It's, it's a, a
0: grid-based dungeon crawler RPG an original Steampunk. Oh, this is the Steampunk first-person dungeon crawler. Okay. Right. But there is, there,
1: it. Maybe it is about vaping.
0: There is Never vaping. Knows. I mean, it's steampunk vaping. There's vapor. There's vapor, water vapor, because steam, vaping, vape. Vampire's Fall Origins is coming for Switch and Xbox One. The Dungeon of Nehobjook, the Amulet of Chaos. And Path of of Exile hits the Mac this week with their new expansion. Um, Wintermore Tactics Clubs come into consoles. And Minoria, that's the uh, new Momodora team's game. Uh, ju- 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 ju. the new game from the Momodora teams, that's what I meant to say, team death and taxes also coming out two days ago actually, uh, that is a not an RPG, but in this narrative based game you take the role of the Grim Reaper on an office job your job is to decide which people are going to live or die, your choices will affect the world around you, keep the chaos away or foil plots to destroy the world and rise through the ranks of Reapers all the way up to middle management, what? <laughs>
2: I saw yeah, the sounds like
0: Papers, Please.
2: I can say, I saw that on the eShop and thought it was just like a Papers, Please knockoff.
0: Um, on Steam, it has a free demo. It's $13. Uh, I think we said it was on Switch here this week. Is that what I read? Or did I
2: misread Yeah. It? No, uh, it was on Switch because I saw it there.
0: And uh, yeah, it came out in February on PC. So, and yeah. Death and Taxes! It's new to Switch. Okay, there you go. And I have no it's any good. Um, very positive on Steam, so that's a good sign. So, there you go. Go check that out if you are wanting to see... If you want to do papers, please, but with life or death choices. It is short, comparatively.
2: Oh, so, the game is short?
0: Yeah. In the short narrative-based game. I don't know how short short is. But there's a cat <laughs> I, that you might be able to pet. So.
2: Okay. I'm interested. I just hope that it's a little bit um more lighthearted than papers please because I, I couldn't bring myself
0: to I think to play it papers, is. I papers. think it is a little bit more <laughs> given <laughs> you think it given the subject matter <laughs> I think it's deceptively lighthearted.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um mm. So, um, to repeat our question of the week, what is a game for strategy RPG September that the cast should play? Okay. Uh, add us at Twitter, RP gamer, please add us, bro. Where... Yes, please add us. Also tell where...
0: Kelly why, uh, what was the thing?
2: Yes. Explain to me why you don't like experience share.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Why no XP share? Why no XP share? And what should we play for SRPG September? that isn't fire emblem
2: no i mean any strategy rpg goes if you can find like a decent western strategy rpg by all means suggest it <laughs> sorry tongue tied
1: <laughs> i don't know why that one got me
0: <laughs> because it sounds very obvious kelly doesn't think such a thing exists
2: <laughs> what a good western tactical rpg yes um, I played a little bit of Into the Breach.
1: All right. Do you want people fair. to at you? <laughs> um, no. If they know that it exists or whatever. No, I yeah. want
2: people to at me with a decent explanation for um. Exp- no experience. It like you
1: just want to fight people. I,
2: think. <laughs> I do.
1: In
0: Pokemon,
2: I get very passionate about
0: Pokemon. You should settle this with a Pokemon match.
2: Oh no I'm I'm sure some people would be able to whoop my ass in a real Pokemon match because they actually train their dudes oh, and
0: takes I just long to get the right IVs and
2: uh, yeah breeding, I went down that rabbit hole once and never just, again mm-mm.
0: The more once I really realized what I was doing and finally got to the point where I could do it, I realized I want no part in doing it and I cannot believe that most of the people playing professionally take the time to do it. Because there would be no time to practice actually playing. It would take so see, much time to breed.
2: See, I can, to wrap my, I can wrap my brain around like advanced Magic the Gathering strategies in Arena. But when it comes to advanced Pokemon strategies, I'm just an idiot.
0: It's but all about the meta, me. Kelly. You just read what other people on the forum math out, and then you practice it.
2: Okay, so you just get on the shoulders it's all,
0: but it. Yeah, it's all being on the shoulders of giants. Someone figures out how to breed and what they should be breeding for. Someone figures out how to hack the program to spit out Pokemon with those stats. Someone else figures out how to make them look like legitimate Pokemon. Someone else takes all those Pokemon and starts putting them into math equations to figure out who would win. Someone else takes all those those winning combinations and figure out what's actually practical and playable in, a, in an actual level in reality and then someone else puts it all together and says here's how I break that strategy and then the cycle continues.
2: <sighs> yeah, that's uh, that sounds like too much work. I just want to fight monsters. That's
0: what forums are for. That's why everyone does their piece.
1: I think I haven't done any breeding in the game since the original since I got a black chocobo in the original Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> black or purple or whatever that thing is. Sorry, was. now
0: I can only think of that VG Cat's comment with the, with the in oh. chocobos.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, the last breeding thing I did was trying to get a shiny Galar and Meowth, and I got to, like, 30 of them. It's like, oh, what am I doing with my life? Good question. <laughs> I, I'll just wait until the Oops All Shinies hack of this comes out, and then I will do that. Mm-hmm. So trying to wrap up the show if you want to answer our question of the week you can t- talk to us at um, RP Gamer on twitter or you can go to our website and leave a comment on the show thread or you can uh, join our discord that link is on the RP Gamer site too we um, hang out like fridays and saturdays to talk about stuff so you can go and voice chat and tell me how wrong i am about experience share mm-hmm
1: um, <laughs> just trying to pick a fight any yes. way you In can any, way any can. channel you any can
0: channel. <laughs> uh, remember PAX is going on right now you can go to paxonline.com I think um, or online.paxsite.com something like that they've got a discord once you join the discord there's a bazillion channels for you to go and sign up to play games with other people they've got their streams on Twitch and uh, go enjoy a week off from 2020 and do uh, a full gaming fiesta with folks um and keep tuned to RP Gamer, where we'll have news of any announcements coming out of PAX, most likely a lot of details about the PS5, and uh, hopefully some RPG announcements. So we'll see what happens. Um, until next week, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on twitch.tv slash RP Gamer. As always, we will catch you. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.
2: bye